Welcome to I Bet, where we have solution-based conversation about everything dealing with life. We come from a wellness perspective where we keep an open mind to all sides, but we recognize we won't get anywhere unless we find solutions. We are here to laugh, cry, reflect, and grow. So join in the conversation. Curiosity is welcome, understanding is mandatory, and bravery is always key. Hello and welcome to I Bet. I Bet. <laughs> For those of you who have never heard that phrase before, I grew up hearing that whenever someone was trying to prove another person wrong. And I'll go further into detail as to why I chose that for this podcast. But hello, welcome. This is our first episode and I am so excited that you have decided to join me. My name is Janessa Siegel. I am a financial counselor and a financial healer. And I know some of you are just like, I've heard financial counselor. What the heck is a financial healer? Basically, I help people work through their financial trauma, and I also help people dig deep and figure out the why behind the way they spend, why behind the way they look or perceive money, and also learn more about themselves so that they can have a healthy relationship with money and healthy relationship with others. So while that is what I mainly do, I wanted to create this space to talk about more than just money. If you have been following me, you know that whenever I discuss money, I come from a wellness lens. And I recognize there's a lot more that impacts a person day to day than what we discuss on those small snippets on TikTok or Instagram. So I wanted to create this podcast to not only talk about what's going on, but to figure out solutions. I am a firm believer that there is a solution for everything. For some people, they may feel that the solution is causing them to compromise too much, but if all of us are able to come together and realize the damage that has been done and we collectively say we want to improve holistically, then we can find solutions that everyone can benefit from. So I wanted to create this space to have those conversations. So since this is my very first, very first, oh my gosh, tongue twister, since this is my very first episode I wanted to take this time to allow you all to get to know me because you're probably wondering who the heck is this person so uh, as I mentioned before I am a financial counselor and my background is in higher education so I have a, a master's in higher education and a bachelor's in business marketing and throughout my entire life I had all these visions of where I thought I was going to be, what career I thought I was going to have, but no matter what direction I saw myself going, I always knew I was going to help people. And so um, I grew up in a household with a teacher and um, watching my mother basically give her all to her students and her ministry and the people that she cared about, it showed me what it means to to help and to love but it also showed me how um, depending on how we're raised we're told so much that we have to give 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 but we're not taught what it actually means to receive or the beauty in receiving and we're not taught to take care of ourselves so I got to see the extreme of going out of your way so much so that um, it could be a disservice to yourself And from watching that, I learned a lot about how I can be of a help to or be of assistance to others, but also make sure that I'm taking care of myself. 
So that's a little bit behind my career. Um, the personal side, I am the only girl and middle child, kind of middle child. Me and my, my younger brother's 12 years younger than me. So I'm the middle child, but I was the baby for a while. And so I'm the only girl, so I'm still the baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyways, um, excuse my, my chair squeaking. Anyways, um, I love my brothers to death. I am also a huge daddy's girl. And a lot of people say I am his twin. If you were to see my father, you would agree. I don't know if any of y'all remember when Snapchat had the filter where um, you could look like someone of a or look like someone of a different sex. So I took it. I was like, let me see what I look like as a man. And lo and behold, I look like my dad as a teenager. It was kind of weird, but um, but yes, huge daddy's girl. Also love 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 my stepfather, who I was the love of my mom's life. Um, who transitioned in uh, on December 23rd, 2019. So she has been a huge inspiration for me and not only getting to know ways to take care of myself, but also find ways that I can help. I always told her I would never be a teacher. My mom was a teacher. My grandmother was a teacher. My grandfather worked in education. I'm like, nah, get somebody else to do it. I'm not going to teach. I'm going to be an engineer and I'm going to build robots and build roller coasters. That's what I said I was going to do. And lo and behold, I'm a financial educator. So, yeah, she she chuckled when she found out I was working within higher education. She's like, told you so. But, um, but yeah, I'm a huge, 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 huge family person. And I love to uh, share experiences with others. And I really love to help people find out how to thrive, which is where this podcast came from. So, like I mentioned before, I bet... Um, growing up, I would hear people say that when they're trying to prove something wrong. So say someone that was like, man, you ain't going to make this shot. And somebody's like, I bet. Or um, you're never on time. I know you're not going to be on time this time. I bet. And I internalized that because it was always, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. And you're going to see that not only am I right, that I surpassed your expectations. And I feel like now many of us are at that point of proving people wrong. And many of those who have been oppressed, many of those who have been purposefully held down, many of those who were given limited resources to succeed, many of us that were in those positions, we're now, we've been there, but we're really at that place now where we're like, I bet. And Being at that place can be very beautiful, but it can also be very exhausting. And I recognize that for some, that can be a very difficult mindset or mentality to have because if you're just trying to get through the day to day, like you're just trying to go to work, make your money so you can pay your bills and hope that you have a couple extra dollars for maybe buying you an ice cream cone from McDonald's when their ice cream machine is working. Like you you hope that you can just get through the next minute, the next second. So if your mindset is on that, how can you even have the capacity to be like, cool, I'ma prove you wrong. I'ma work or do something else that's gonna provide this opportunity. Like that's exhausting. And and I recognize that's exhausting. And so I wanted to create a space to hopefully provide um, options to people to show you that there are ways 
to get out of certain situations, to show that there is a way to see the light at the end of the tunnel, even if that light is like the smallest speck. Like I don't believe in being that toxic, positive person, even though I used to be that way. So that's why I know how that feels. But I do, I do think it is good to have an optimistic perspective, but I also think it is important to have that balance, to have that realistic perspective of like, I'm going to work hard to achieve this, but I understand that this road is not going to be easy. And getting to that mindset of I'm going to accomplish this no matter what, but I know I'm going to get tired along the way, but I'm going to keep pushing, but I'm going to get tired. Sometimes I'm going to get tired. Understanding that about yourself can allow you to almost feel or hopefully feel more in control of certain situations, especially when it gets hard and when it gets tight. So I wanted to create this to create that space and to just talk about stuff that I sometimes feel people don't necessarily discuss or ask those questions that, hmm, maybe I didn't think of that before. Uh, I chuckle every time I, or my friends laugh whenever I ask questions because they're usually kind of outlandish. I don't know if any of y'all have seen those videos where it's like um, that one friend <coughs> that talks about the cosmos um, in the middle of dinner or something. And he'll be like, give me one margarita and we should talk about the patriarchy because it's not benefiting us. Uh-huh. You know, you turn to one of those hotel dudes with a podcast. But my thing is, I like to ask those questions because I think that when we <laughs> live in, I hate to call it a box, but when we live in a certain space, <clears throat> excuse me, for for a while, it's hard to actually see beyond that space. And so my goal is to help people see beyond that space, not from a standpoint of feeling like you have to hone in on everyone else's perspective, but I do think it's important to understand other people's perspectives because once you can really understand where they're coming from, then hopefully you can come together to have a collaborative solution. And I feel like that is very important because right now with the economy in America, with what the world from the weather and just people acting crazy, it is hard to figure out what what is the quote unquote right solution or how do we fix everything that we're seeing and what I think is happening is so many people are looking at the same thing from their own perspectives and they're having a hard time from seeing it from someone else's perspective and rightfully so especially depending on your background if you've been raised in a culture where you've had to see other people's perspectives you get to the point where that is tiring especially when others that you're you're having to understand they're not making the effort to understand you and so you can get to that point where you're like no I'm, I'm just gonna worry about me I'm gonna do me my own perspective I don't care about anybody else's and while I think it is important to again take care of yourself in order for us to find a solution that's really going to benefit the masses we really do all have to sit down and have those hard conversations so that is part of what you will expect here. It'll be moments where we have those difficult conversations, but also moments of joy and moments of critical thought, moments of reflection, moments of spiritual growth. Like we're going to talk about any and everything here. So 
I hope that kind of <laughs> gives you an idea of what this will be about. I just really love to to talk about everything. And you will you're going to experience that. And so I really hope that as you listen to this podcast, there are certain points that are made that you're like, oh, I didn't think about or certain topics that you're like, I want to discuss that more. Like the more we're able to discuss the big like it's so hard to explain the more that we're able to discuss more and the more that we're allowed to understand more. I believe the more we're able to come together and (laughs) create peace. I know that sounds so corny, but that's what we really need now. We, We don't, we need to find a way to, to love each other in our own individuality. <clears throat> Excuse me. Love each other in our own individuality and appreciate that individuality that we see in others and recognize that their individuality does not do me harm. And because it doesn't do me harm, I don't need to do them harm. Like, I think it's that simple, but because of certain people in leadership because of certain powers that be we have been conditioned to think that there's only room at the top for one of us or if this person succeeds that means I have a less likelihood of succeeding so I'm going to try to do something to sabotage their success or if this person gets in a relationship That means there's less people available for me to get in a relationship with. So I'd rather mess up their relationship than to just see what happens with the billions of other people in this world. Like, we've always been conditioned to think that there's not enough for everyone. Where in all actuality, there's plenty, more than enough of everything for everyone. And once we're able to realize that, We don't have to feel that we have to take from others in order for us to have the abundance we desire. So um, I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but it just, I really feel like I needed to say that because when you think of uh, consumerism, when you think of, excuse me, y'all, I have so much congestion. It's coming out. That's what it is. It's coming out. But when you think of how certain businesses or certain financial structures are created they're literally based off of making other people feel less than so much so that those who can afford those amenities will pay lots of money so that they don't feel less than and those who can't afford those amenities will work day after day after day just to afford this very thing that makes them feel like they're not less than And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, that's anything that's material that really doesn't like do anything for you. Now, I'm not someone that believes you should not live a luxurious life, whatever luxury looks like for you. I'm not someone that believes that you shouldn't buy name brand. Excuse me. That is not what I believe. However, what I do believe is if someone dictates their worth, based off an inanimate object, then there needs to be a have there needs to be a conversation. Let's have a conversation because this bag, these shoes, this house, this car, they're nice, they're expensive, but you're worth more than all of that. So 
possessing those things doesn't make you worth more. It, it means you can afford those things and that's great, but it doesn't mean that you are worth those things. We get caught up on the thought of net worth. You're literally quantifying how much you are worth by calculating a net worth. Do I think it's important to know your net worth? Absolutely, because knowing that can be beneficial with certain financial structures. So I'm not saying don't know that, don't calculate it for yourself. But what I am saying is don't use that number to dictate your actual worth. Your net worth is based off of a value system that was created to create some type of differentiation between the have and the have nots. That's really all it is. Like money isn't an adamant object. Money and the concept of money isn't really real if you think about it. That's going to a whole cosmic (laughs) discussion. But like when you really think about it, it's money is, is something that you use to acquire goods and services. That's all it is. That's all it is. Just like a hammer. If you have a hammer in your hand, you can use that to build a house. You can use that to build furniture. You can use it to build whatever you want. But the moment you put that hammer down and walk away, that hammer does nothing. Money is the same way. Like, you can use money to pay your bills. You can use it to acquire land. You can use it to... travel but the moment you just put it somewhere and not touch it it does it doesn't do anything until you spend it like that's all it is so I say all that to say we have gotten to the point where we've allowed inanimate objects to dictate our worth And we allowed that to have so much power, so much so that individuals will work their whole lives to obtain these inanimate objects just to say they're worthy. And what I'm hoping, and more and more people are starting to shift to a different perspective, but what I'm hoping is through through these conversations that you realize like you're worthy, whether you have a million dollars or zero dollars. You're worthy. You are. You're worthy of your existence. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of the blessings you want. You are worthy. Whether you have money or not. And so the moment you realize you're worthy, then you also start making decisions that follow that worthiness. When you realize you're worthy, you're not going to let people treat people treat you just any kind of way. When you realize you're worthy, you're not going to spend your money just any kind of way because you recognize that certain spending habits are not benefiting you. They're harming you and you're worthy to not receive harm. So if these habits are causing you harm, then you don't need to do these because you're worthy of not being harmed. Do you see what I'm saying? So I hope that that through these conversations that you start recognizing your own worthiness and that you start doing the work to understand certain parts of yourself that may make you feel like you're not worthy because you are. And then as you start realizing that worthiness, you're going to start making decisions with not just your money, but your relationships, with your health, with everything else that are going to to benefit you. So 
I, I that's another tangent kind of sort of but it does flow into how this is going to flow like I'll, I'm going to start with one subject and there are going to be bullet points that I want to discuss but it is really going to flow because I do feel like great some of the greatest conversations just come from flowing so um this first episode was not intended to be very long and uh, we will be uh, posting episodes bi-weekly um, every Tuesday or every Tuesday bi-weekly. I hope I, I think I said that right. Anyways, um, so please tune in. If you all do have any questions and would like to um, ask questions for the podcast or bring up subjects that you would like to discuss, you can email me at Janessa at MyWealthyWellness.com. So that is Janessa at MyWealthyWellness.com. Well, I thank you again for joining me today. And I love to end all of my conversations and videos with this. Remember, consistency is key and change takes time. Stay smart, stay healthy, and stay financially well. Peace out.